his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is Chris and Amy, and we are rolling into the Christmas weekend. We hope you are driving safely. We hope that you are well, and going to have a good... Well, most of you aren't. Yeah, most of you are. We're going to have a, 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 a great weekend. You better be careful out there. And we do appreciate you listening to us all year. It's Chris and Amy on KMOX. Uh, I'm told before we get to Mike Claiborne, we do want to head to the KMOX newsroom because we do have some breaking news. Michael Calhoun is with us. Yeah, just after that long list of traffic incidents in the news, I didn't think that it could get any worse. Uh, but I've just gotten a call that we have the biggest wreck in St. Louis history oh. on 1120 right now. Okay. Okay. You guys That's laughed right. when I came in and said that a second ago. <laughs> Michael. What you thought it was the, funny a second ago. What in the hell, that Michael? That is hurtful on Christmas. Why'd you say something like that on Christmas? That's not the Christmas spirit. I thought that's what you guys did. <laughs> you know, no, oh, wait, you... I'm, I'm remembering the promo. You guys do respect each other. <laughs> we do. I, can I just say this? Because it's Michael Calhoun, he could say anything. And I would believe him because it's a voice of trust. So he did. He walked in and he goes, we just got a call. There's the biggest wreck in St. Louis history. And I, my heart stopped. Me too. And My stomach dropped. I went, <gasps> what happened? Goes, it's happening right now on KMOX 1120. Okay. And I was Michael. crushed. Crushed you, my spirit you for have Christmas. Hurt, yeah, you've hurt all of our feelings. <laughs> and I don't know how we can go on. <laughs> so that's the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I love when Michael Calhoun's in. Had it too. Uh, well, look, at, we've got the two most famous Michaels in the city. Yeah, one's way more famous than the other. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Chris Rogers, like, wait a what? minute. I thought Michael <laughs> Kelly was the most famous. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, well, we have three Michaels. <laughs> Uh, Quiver He's River Electric famous. guest line, Mike Claiborne, is with us. Thanks for oh. the breaking news, Calhoun. Yeah, you know yeah. what? That's big a real curveball he threw at us. <laughs> I know, man. That's something you do on April 1st. Yeah. Oh, but God. he had me, too. He had, he had me. See? He's the voice of trust, and now I can't. Now I can't believe the guy for anything. Uh, oh, Mike man. Claiborne, what are you the doing? The sun is out. As long as Calhoun doesn't tell me he, the sun <laughs> is out, I'm out. <laughs> he, he has no got, credibility now. We just got burned. Burned. Yeah, we got burned by the newsroom. I think they're all thinking it. We deserve it. Hey, we'll get to the uh, Christmas pleasantries in a moment, uh, Mike Claiborne. But something we have not gotten to yet today, and after the Shohei Otani, the record-breaking um, $7 billion whatever deal that Shohei Otani signed with the Los Angeles Dodgers, we find out um, 
last night or maybe it was this morning that um, Yoshi Yamamoto, the pitcher that the Cardinals potentially were interested in or did have interest and potentially in in, uh, the running four, ended up signing with the Dodgers. It is a 12-year contract worth about $325 million. It is a huge deal. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, I think from what I've seen and from people who've seen him more than me, uh, it may be a good investment. Uh, I'm not sure if I would have gone 12 years, but when you factor in the age and the success that he's had and uh, he's been reasonably injury-free in Japan, um, if you're going to throw money at a guy, this is probably the one you would make an investment in. But, again, I wouldn't go 12 years, but um, he he checks a lot of boxes, and it's going to be fun to watch him. Uh, with the Dodgers, and if you haven't heard, we face the Dodgers in the first series of the year, so we'll get a chance to see him and Shohei Otani and Tyler Glass now, and all the other people that they have on that roster. It's going to be a uh, festive, to say the least. Garrett Cole signed a similar valued contract, but it was for nine years. You had Matt, uh, not, excuse me, not Max Scherzer, but you had Steven Strasburg's deal, which was pushing three hundred million dollars. So this is about as rich of a contract. And you mentioned the twelve. You know, he's twenty five right now. He just turned twenty five a couple of months ago. So at the end of the deal, he'll be about thirty seven years old. I, I suppose it's not. I mean, it's not terrible. He could still be effective at thirty seven, providing of he doesn't course. get injuries. I mean, you look at. Uh... Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer before he got nicked up. I mean, these guys are well past 35 years old. So uh, it's possible. You know, there's so many things that have to come into play in order for this thing to be totally successful. But overall, as I said earlier, uh, if I'm going to make an investment in a young pitcher, this is a guy that I would probably circle as my on my list. Again, having not seen him in person, but from all the accounts, uh, he is the real deal. But we'll find out firsthand uh, come April. I know the concern is he's about 5'10", 5'11", so it's on the shorter side. And there Sorry. is a – yeah, there, there's a, um, a a concern about durability for smaller pitchers. That's not something that worries you? No, because I, I know guys twice his size that always find themselves hurt. Yeah. Uh, you know, like Tyler Glass now is a good example. Uh, you know, uh, when you think about the guy who was in New York with the Mets Thor, I mean, he was a hulking pitcher, uh, Noah Syndergaard. Uh, and he couldn't stay healthy. So I, I think you have to take into account th- your method of delivery. And are you trying to throw every pitch 99 miles per hour? And in Yamamoto's case, that's not the way he does it. So I think you have to look at the, the delivery. And if he's just trying to be a power pitcher every pitch, then he's probably going to have some sort of injury down the road. But in Yamamoto's case, uh, he's a very, uh, very effective pitcher, has a very good repertoire of pitches to throw. So in his case, uh, I don't envision that being as big of an issue as I would for some of the other guys we've seen that have gone down. A text message to 314-436-7900 says a billion dollars for two players is insanity. And well, But I mean, think about it like this. Yeah. Somebody has the ability to sign the check for it. So right. you, you, they wouldn't be paid a billion dollars if somebody didn't have more than a billion dollars to pay. And, and let's not forget, Otani's not going to really start right. making money until 10 years from now. Yeah. He's getting yeah. a million and bucks a year. Yeah. And, you know, for him, I think it's $2 million, but you know, with million, all the endorsement right. opportunities that he has, uh, not only in the States, but certainly in Japan, he can live off of that. And we've seen athletes do it. Rob Gronkowski, the formerly of the New England Patriots. Uh, never spent a game check. He lived off of his endorsements throughout his career. So players are smarter 
with regard to how they manage their money for the most part. And uh, it's a great deal for Otani because he may not ever have to pay taxes on that money anywhere in the world. I mean, if he moves to Texas or, or, or Nevada or Florida, there's no state taxes there. Now, he'll Uncle Sam will find him somewhere along the way. But as far as the state taxes, and I believe for the state of California, it's like worth $96 million that they're going to lose yeah. out in revenue. Wow. Well, and that's the thing, too, with the way Otani's contract was structured Yet, I mean, it's going to be an anchor 10 years down the road, but it's not a, a hindrance now during his career, meaning the Dodgers can be as competitive and can pay money to be as competitive as possible during his career, which is ultimately ideal for a superstar. It's, you're correct, Amy. Uh, it's a it's a team-friendly deal. and I, And again, I believe because of the endorsement opportunities and everything else, he'll be very comfortable. Uh, for the next 10 years, and then he'll be in another stratosphere after that. So uh, no one should have a pity party for Shohei Otani. Uh, and, you know, who's who knows what his lifestyle is like? Maybe he's a frugal guy who just likes, you know, driving through the McDonald's from time to time. I mean, so you just never know, you know, how these guys live, but it, it's a good deal for him. So this is the – when the Otani deal happened, um, there was a little bit of – you hear it every now and then. I think you've heard this less and less over the years, but it really kind of resurfaced a bit after his deal, and that is people saying you got to get a, a salary cap in baseball. And then when this Yamamoto deal happened, those choruses grew even louder because the same team paid a bill, committed a billion dollars over the next uh, you know twenty years basically to two players, and. People are saying, oh, my gosh, they've got to get a salary cap. This is outrageous. So that's that's getting louder now. Do you think yeah, baseball needs one? That's a good question because I've watched the salary cap develop in the other sports. And, you know, when you look at the other sports, and we'll use the NBA, for instance, uh, the same good teams in, in certain markets are always going to compete whether it's the Lakers or the Warriors or the Celtics and teams of that nature, they're always going to find a way to compete. Um, you know, you'll have a team that will slip under the radar. Um, but, you know, it, it comes down to management and how you manage the cap. Remember, in the NBA, you know, it's 50-50. The owners and the players split the money. So, and with that new TV deal coming along, there's going to be a guy you're going to say, I cannot believe they're paying this guy $80 million a year. It's going to happen. It, you know, it, the market dictates who gets paid. I don't know if I would have a salary cap. I think there should be a floor where you have to spend a certain amount of money. And what you do beyond that, you know, it's, it's up to you. And, and your fans will tell you whether they approve of it or not. So, you know, when you look at a, a city like St. Louis, mid-market team, they found a way to spend their money efficiently. They're not going to compete with the Dodgers on certain things, but they're not going to lose players to the Dodgers if they want to keep them, if I, that makes any it, sense. It does, and I, I very much agree with you. In an ideal world, if I'm the commissioner and I can force anything onto anybody and the owners have no say, there would be a salary floor. There would be no cap because the money is there. Owners have money. Teams make money. Teams get revenue sharing money if they're in a, a lower market. So the money is there to spend, but a lot of teams just choose not to do it. And some no, of them do hey. it. Some of them choose not to because they're, they have uh, intentions of moving and then they get rewarded with getting to move like John Fisher in Oakland. Yeah, no, you're right. And, you know, they want a new stadium and they want new revenue streams. 
you know, when you look at the big picture of this whole thing, um, the, big, the big question mark now is for certain teams, they live off of their local TV money as well. And with the state of flux with Bally's and, and Diamond Sports and them being in bankruptcy and, and them basically telling teams, we don't have any money to pay you, so you can do whatever you want to do. So those teams had to take a step back. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. At some point, this thing is going to get resolved and the owners will be whole again when it comes to money from TV, whether it's from MLB or whether it's from some other outlet. And once that happens, you'll start to see teams and they'll be forced to spend the money because everybody knows who's going to get what. So it's up to you in order to do it. And when you think about the crippled sisters and I'll use Oakland A's, you know, they they were at a disadvantage because they have a bad facility. Uh, Their team has just been not run properly, although they do develop some good players. Those teams are bottom feeders when it always will be. And, and you're always going to have those teams. And you pick a sport, and I'll show you one, that they try just enough to stay in the league, but they never have any intentions on winning anything. And so once you accept that, those are the ones you have to really push to spend money to remain competitive. If not, we ought to have relegation. And I, if you yeah. don't meet certain standards, yep. then guess what? You go back to AAA for three years. No, but what, what happens is, like I said, they get rewarded the billionaire owners get to screw up intentionally, not invest in their teams, make people, drive people away. They don't come to games, so then they can go to MLB and say, hey, no one's supporting us, but put us in a new city. And then MLB well, you know says, what, Chris, yeah, go ahead. It's nonsense. I, I, I do. I recall that happening in St. Louis with the Rams. You bet. You better believe it. They were billionaire guy ran the team into the ground and then said, look, they're not supporting us. And then Texas act of yeah. L.A. and – you know, I get it. You know, it's a business decision. Sometimes business decisions aren't what we like as far as whether it's favorable to us or not. But it it, it comes with the territory. These guys aren't billionaires because it's, they're stupid. Okay? Most of these people have earned the money in, in, in different manners. Some of them walked into it. Some of them were born with it. But at the end of the day, you have to maintain it. So you have to do things to maintain your wealth and even grow it. I would encourage any of these billionaires who cry about risk and all the risk they're taking on, if they don't want to invest in their teams, sell the teams for massive profit because every single one of them will make a lot of money if they sold today. So, Like Daniel Snyder with the Washington damn Commanders. Right. Because think about what a lot of these teams, these people paid for the teams. Uh, in Oakland, he paid, what, about $100 million for the team? And it's worth close to $2 billion now? Yeah, hey, I mean, all I mean, these teams, NBA, NBA, Major League Baseball, NFL, 
you can't buy a team without it starting at $2 billion. Right. A billion. That's okay? right. And uh, the NHL, they don't have as many teams that are at that level, but they're getting there. But my point being the fact that this is this is truly a big boy sport now. And if you don't have billions, you have no chance. And you better have a few more hundreds of millions, if not billions, in order to run the team the proper way in order to be competitive. Klabes, have a great Christmas. Thank you for talking with us, and we will talk to you next week, I think. Well, you all have a wonderful holiday weekend as well, and holidays week as a, as a whole. And uh, I look forward to speaking with you all in the very near future. And yes, you're right. I am going to work very hard at having a merry Christmas. <laughs> Mike Claiborne. See you, Claibs. He's the best. Take care. Mike Claiborne on the Quiver River Electric guest line today. You can hear him on the Cardinals broadcast. And the Cardinals broadcast you can hear on the Odyssey app, where you can also hear this show, and you can hear our podcasts if you miss anything. Okay. So I know we just talked about all that baseball, everything. The Dodgers, the two big signings, mm-hmm. uh, Otani and Yamamoto. Yes or no, are you excited about that, them both being on the Dodgers? I mean, like, not, I mean, get rid of Cardinals stuff. I'm just saying, like, as hey, a baseball person. I think it's cool. And if they end up winning the whole thing, good for them. Absolutely good for them. Because whether or not you think they've got so much money and it's not fair to the rest of us, they are willing to invest it. So mm-hmm. I applaud teams that are willing to actually invest in their rosters. So good for the Dodgers. That's Amy Marks Coors. I'm Chris Ranji. This is KMOX. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.